It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 797. What's happening, guys? What's going on? Welcome back, JJ. Thank uh, you. I know it doesn't feel like it because we've been mm-hmm. speaking most of the days, every day, mm-hmm. but uh, you're still at home and you haven't got your COVID test, so no. I'm in the studio burning the midnight oil. Your um, your voice, you sound like you got a bit of COVID. You're a bit, uh, you sound a bit croaky. Ah, uh, that's just um, a bit of the uh, a bit of dominoes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, dominoes. Yeah, okay. Georgie boy and I had a bit of dominoes. Oh, that's nice. A bit of a late night dominoes. Uh, what, what did we get? The um, something that's it's like a take the your breath, breath away. Nah, it's something like a the fire fiery eater? breath. So fire, fire eater. eater. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I'm it's good, aren't I? The f- you impressed? <laughs> I'm very impressed. It's the fire eater. It's uh, it's got me. Um, well, <clears throat> congratulations to uh, ninety seven on uh, yesterday's show. He was sitting in my seat for the very first time. It didn't actually sink in <laughs> until after the fact that it was the first time I'd ever missed a show. That that is the first time in seven hundred and ninety. Three shows. That's just a guess, but I missed a show. I missed a show. What was it? Five in. Yep. Well, technically not. More of my voice was on. Technically, you missed that show because I did more of the talking in that episode. But I was sick, and I pulled the the I pulled the pin based on. I must have been like I had to have been spewing Mm. because it was early days. But later on, spewing didn't stop me. And so well, COVID yeah. stopped, I think that you just weren't you, used to fair. the whole the the um the commitment that we were were going for. But yeah, you contacted me. It was like episode five, and you yeah. said I'm too sick to do it. Can you play a, a, a an audio audio of a video of you and Craig Harper? And so what I did was I was actually at Woolworths Abbotsford. It's our local Woolworths now where we where we go. Yeah, and um, I did an intro saying, "Hey everyone, Tommy's sick." Here is a podcast. So I feel like I was there for that podcast. You weren't, so I feel like we've both missed yeah. one each. No, I think I think you're right. I'll take one. You take mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. How did it feel? Like when you saw Mister Ninety Seven, he did a great mm-hmm. job. <clears throat> well, the Damn funny fun. thing the funny thing is that um, uh, when I was saying that I was going to be taking the day, uh, Jess. Uh, used that moment to tell me that she uh, has only taken two sick days in her, in her entire life, which wow. I thought was sort of a um, a dig. Well, I mean, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. It's what you look for. Is it though? I mean, for like one, during COVID well, time, no. we want everyone. We don't want people, you know, working <laughs> if they're sick. No, if if she's worked while she's sick, I don't agree with that. But if mm-hmm. she has. Had Just a rock solid sick. immune system. Yeah. Mm, I mean, Mr. 97. Mr. 97 hasn't been sick no. much at all. He's a young, you it's know, smoothies. Young, young man, and mm-hmm. but he's sick at the moment. He's had a COVID test too. So, yeah. so you've had a COVID test. You're waiting results. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brie has got hers back, which are negative, mm-hmm. which hasn't ruled out the super spreader Janssen, mm-hmm. um, potentially, still yeah. not confirmed yet. But hopefully you don't. Hopefully yeah. you get your results back tomorrow and we're all rigid and Mr. 97's all good too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so today there was some exciting uh, movements within the, the office with our new podcast. Yeah, I mean some exciting movements all around. Uh, mm-hmm. Tully Smythe 
has joined the podcasting landscape once again. And this time, it's um, through Big Media Company. Yeah. So, so we're excited. And so uh, Too Much Tully is the name of the podcast. Jess uh, is her producer. She's in the uh, in the podcast. Go check that out. But, um, yeah, we're currently recording this at uh, after 8 p.m. It's, it's a late yeah. one. Yeah, well... Yeah, this is probably one of the latest podcasts we've done in in the last hundred eps. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't think it will be. Uh, I think it th- there may be chance of it happening more because tomorrow I'm moving my setup home because yep. right now in the studio. Mm-hmm. But then it gives us the ability from uh, the home setup to do it whenever. Well, it's funny the oh, the move to being uh, at home. All of a sudden, I have all of the memories of Friday night drinks. DJ Precious, but I'm I'm feeling extremely comfortable. Like my setup, it's like it's all dialed in. It's it's even neater than it was before. So I'm I'm actually yeah. ready for a long period of time where we're running like this. Well, I think it's what is it like um, military or they break you down, build you back up again. Mm-hmm. I mean, Friday night you think I broke you? you right down. I feel like you're a stronger guy now. <laughs> I feel like you're a You've got a new turtle shell. I did have a moment <laughs> where I'm like, maybe we bring it back, but it was just like, yeah. I don't know if I can do it to myself. It is um, a question that we've asked a bunch of guests. Uh, what have you learned about yourself in COVID, mm-hmm. like during isolation and what's happened with COVID this year? I mean, today around the office, it was like, fuck 2020. What a piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. such a really? crappy year. Why was... What? Who was having? Because I haven't. Been, just, I wasn't in the office. What, who was saying? Well, it? Jess and I were just saying we could put twenty twenty in the bin. Mm-hmm. Just having a bitch um, session about twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, just behind its back. How did it come up? Like the twenty twenty can go in the bin. Uh, there was a couple of moments. Maybe it's just Jess and I like just bitching on twenty twenty. But mm-hmm. we were saying about how, uh, as she left and got in her car tonight, mm-hmm. we were talking about how she she was just saying thanks. She cleaned the bird shit off, saying, by the way. No, hasn't yet. She was saying, um, I was just saying how she did has done such a great job being on the podcast with Tully and um, part of Big Media Company. And she was just saying how it was always like, uh, how great would this be if COVID wasn't happening? Like the little wins might feel bigger or they might not. I don't know. But mm-hmm. maybe I think the thinking is what it feels now while we're trying to succeed within this crazy time mm-hmm. like without that craziness and the world falling apart this would be like i don't know i think you would celebrate the win maybe more but maybe not i don't know it's um, i don't know i feel like don't you think we're able to be more creative because we're talking about this uh covid in iso working from home like i already i i got my um i put together my uh exercise bike today and didn't yeah. have a blow up i did it all on my own without any assistance and it was just I I did have a moment where I was like if I was in a like a big brother challenge and like it tested (laughs) me and there actually wasn't any part of it that was a problem like the whole thing went smoothly but even even it being smoothly and even only having to install the seat the pedals and the um and sort of the the arm bit, like the handles, that was enough mm. to freak me out. But I was thinking, I'm made for this ISO life. What's something yeah. that you're going to bring in to this new ISO life to make life easier for you? 
um, to make it easier for me, well, I think our setup is, I think, when I, to sort of circle back to that question, what have you learned about yourself in ISO? I think it, the answer for me is um, the uncertainty of the future is scary. And I think we may do a good job at convincing ourselves that we understand where things are going, where we're off to, based on the goals you set and sort of the vision you have. But this year has just really thrown a spanner in the works where you don't understand, like, you don't understand if the economy is going to, you know, the arse is going to fall out. Like, I think the mm -hmm. people who probably have got it right are the ones that were really pessimistic about the future and like, mate, it's not looking good. Uh, the economy's going to turn to shit. People are going to lose jobs. There's not going to be much work around. Most of those people have got it right to some mm -hmm. degree. Um, and then you could build back up from there. But just understanding that we don't know what's going ahead. So my point being is circling back as again to your question, uh, understanding what it means to work from home. We know that mm -hmm. tick. Uh, understanding um, where we're going based in this new world, I kind of have an understanding of, we. you know, we all, as a team, we know this. And so there is a few things that seem more uh, normal now, which mm -hmm. it didn't before. It was very fucking unknown. And, well, uh, even even though you're saying it's normal, it's, it's anything but normal in, in Melbourne specifically. Yeah. So starting... Uh, in just over 24 hours, everyone in Melbourne, if you leave your house or if you go to your workplace, you have to wear, as TJ puts it on now, yeah. a face a mask, mask. Can you hear slash me? How covering. do I sound? Yeah. Well, sound you sound like great. It, it sounds a little bit muffled. Muffled? Um, what do you think? These, yeah. are the, these are the masks that I said uh, uh, were the ones that uh, is from Bree's dad. Dad's business, yep. and I said that whenever you do anything with family, they normally look ridiculous or they're a bit dorky. <laughs> what, what do you think? You look like a plaster. You look like a plasterer for one. Mm -hmm. um, these are made. It says Australia, New Zealand standards. Um, some Eagle brand, but yeah, I mean, this looks better than a two hundred dollar fine does on my bank account because yeah, that's the yeah. fine that you get mm -hmm. for not wearing it. Um, <clears throat> I spoke to a, a guy at a coffee shop this morning. At about 6.45 a.m., I, I was getting some petrol and I thought I'd just go to a local, support local, and chatting to the owner, because they've just opened the window, so the shop's not actually open, they've just got like a coffee, uh, you know, w coffee machine next to a window, and he was saying that there's a ba been a bunch of his customers that have said, uh, based on the mask thing, I'm not leaving my house. Like, it, I'm just not going out. It, it's Why? too much of an annoyance. Really? I don't know. Think about like older people and they're just like, oh, fuck it. For little things like getting your coffee, mm -hmm. like going to your favorite joint to pick up your coffee. That seems a bit hard basket if you're like, oh, I have to put on a mask. I don't know. It's not is it, my Is approach. it a laziness or is it a self-consciousness? Oh, I think it's a bit of uh, everything. It's like uh, the reality of it all. Or it's maybe is it really is a part serious. of it just like feeling out of control? Because like, I have been wondering about the mask mm. stuff. Is it that uh, we feel like, you know, this whole thing is out of control? And so if you've got an aversion to masks at all, I can see how being told you have to wear a mask, you know, you're fucking being a big baby and you're saying no because you've just fucking, you know, you've lost your job and you've had 10 other things happen. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sure it's a bit of that. I mean, it feels feels very unnormal. Um, I mean, Jess and I were walking. We both had masks on, and she was like, oh, "I can't breathe, can't breathe." But it's like that is for, for imagine that for an elderly person that mm-hmm. struggles to breathe already. Yeah, no, but I then mean, imagine yeah, I'm not if the elderly it's a bad, person like, gets not, COVID. But yes, I, uh, I, I get what I get what you're worse. saying. Like it's, it's unco- more just it's the uncomfortable thing. Um, yeah. but we're we're and, all and, having to do uncomfortable shit. Like, and yeah. the, the weird thing is, I think that like what I'm finding is the uncomfortable thing for a lot of people is the comfortable thing for me. But the uncomfortable thing for me is normally the comfortable mm. thing. Like for for most people, it's like oh, I want to go out and I. Like I um, heard Michelle Andrews on uh, Shameless talk about how she just loved going to the dog park and she's like, has an opportunity to see everyone. And I just remember yeah. looking after a dog. That was like the nightmare of the, the dog situations. Like, I've got to fucking take this dog to a dog park and there's going to be other people. God, I mean, a couple of those stories thread their way in, picking up the warm poo. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not a dog owner. But in terms of masks, I'm happy to wear them. One thing that sort of—I'm not a conspiracy guy at all. However, but I was reading an article that was connecting dots between a big pharma pharmacy uh, in Australia, like a big chain, that has done like a shitload in sales of masks mm-hmm. in Victoria specifically because it's become a legal requirement, and then on the side of the packet of the masks that they choose to sell, they're imported from China, specifically Wuhan. And I know it's just like uh, China produces a lot of PPE for the world, mm-hmm. along with many other things. So what's the conspiracy in- though? What are people saying? Look, so think about it. Uh, and so the... the, the th- That's how um, any good conspiracy start. No, fucking think about it. Use your fucking head. No, so there was like... Uh, some of the questions early days were, can you get COVID from a delivery that you have purchased online that comes? Mm-hmm. And so it could be, if you, know, you pay for Apple's products are from China. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They decide. But isn't it? And so, I mean, I'm not drawing too much conclusion that you're going to get COVID from wearing a mask that comes from <laughs> Wuhan. But it's like, I don't think you can how even connect. The fucking- no, you can't even connect it, I don't think. It's like, well, what do you mean I, he can't connect it? That's what people are doing. My point being is, I'm just like, oh my God, the thing that everyone's having to use is a mask that is from a business that comes from China, specifically Wuhan, where the virus came from. Well, that's what they say. Like, isn't that just, that is like crazy coincidence. To, if it, like if that's what you're going to give it, like a, I mean, a what do you know about most. Wuhan? Like the thing is that isn't is there a huge amount? Guy Sebastian of, was there in 2019, oh yeah, late 2019, October. So that conspiracy theory. <laughs> Patient one. Uh, I'm sure it's a great place. I watched I watched some videos of a guy that lived there, and he, you know, like a an American or an English guy who was local to the, you know, lived lived in a small town. Well, so um, the thing is, so reading that. You're not really, like, it's entertaining. It's sort of like a fun, ooh, like, uh, it's like, you know, getting your tarot yeah. cards read or whatever. Um, no offense. But the, but do, don't you think that it's, it's not a good idea to actually think about it? Like, are you thinking about it on a level of, the, like, the way that you're describing it, it's sort of as if you're doing, it's done some sort of academic research. No, or not some at shit. all. Not at all. 
if but I just so if I think that mm-hmm. I have friends that are deep down rabbit holes that they hear that it means you're going to get something from these masks mm. which is fucking outrageous but then but so why s- people get upset so if you like I cuz I can see how it can be fun just to go down that rabbit hole but then it's not even fun it's what your mind instantly does when yeah. you hear these things but then it's if you think about the if you think about people who are working at hospitals or working you know in you know, doctors nurses all that sort of stuff who are having to deal with the covid cases plus they're always they're wearing PPE all the, mm. all the time. I don't know. I just feel like the um, the conversation doesn't seem necessary. I think it's like that's the one thing I don't get with the US. I just think that it's I love the US. I love going to the US, but the more I see people fighting over things like um, masks, I think are you fucking insane? Like how selfish can you get? Mm. Yeah, but there is a bunch of people some being on my Facebook page, which I was very blown away by, that are absolutely refusing to wear masks, regardless of the fines. And so... Who are they? There is I mean, no, this is why I don't have Facebook anymore. I wonder if it's... um, Yeah, what type of person is saying no to masks? This is someone who is uh, into meditation, um, a yogi, mm-hmm. uh, probably leans down the... Um, anti-vax movement, you know, to heal yourself, your body's capable, that style. Um, but just but, loves Facebook. I mean, I mean loves posting <laughs> loves on Facebook, just like legit saying no, that... you don't need meditation. They, you just need to fucking get off Facebook. Dude, uh, if you want to wear a mask, go ahead. That is this your is what right. He said. If, if you want to social distance, then do it. That is your right. If you want to lock yourself in a dark room, close all the windows and pray for a vaccine, then go for it. That is your right. If you want to inject your, if you want to inject untested genetically modified proteins into your body, in the hope this will protect you from your environment, I won't try and stop you. I won't say anything. It's your body. It's your right. I mean, then it's just. Go, I mean, it's going on and on. So, but do I you think that, like, being, why are we so taking all? This is the main one. Yeah. We are being, I believe we are being lied to about the severity of the virus. Let me be clear. I'm not denying people are getting sick. I've done my research. I trust myself and I trust my intelligence. If yoga has taught me anything, it's to speak my truth and stand up for what I believe is right, even if it hurts, even if I stand alone. I believe our right rights are under attack and I will stand up to defend them even if that angers and upsets many of you and then more, more and more. I mean, the thing is, yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't get it. I don't get the, um, I don't, I don't get the pushback, but I, I, I feel I could imagine that if you consume that style of content, I didn't spend any time on Twitter. Like I feel that entering all of that stuff, it doesn't make life really complex like the thing is do like how much of the stuff that happens in the world do you just not understand i don't understand mm. how planes fucking fly i just i don't get it i don't get how like even uh anything fucking works i just don't, under, I don't understand how buildings are made and so why when like we just assume like i don't know how a fucking building is made or how it's standing up or mm. don't understand any of it but I like trust that I don't understand how, like it seems like 
super arrogant and obnoxious to in a in a time where we're being told by medical professionals hey do this thing for that to be the time to be like mate i don't know mm. i don't agree i wonder if it's it's because it's affecting everyone as in you're not necessarily directly affected by how a plane goes up into the sky and takes you from a to b i mean you want to get on the plane safely and arrive in the other you know location but this is you know i think where it's getting to the choices are made for you which i'm also confused at as we mentioned earlier in the week or last week that i'm confused at which side of the political landscape are going hard on certain areas so this person's very progressive but then is saying absolutely not wearing masks when it's like we're trying to help people so it's like humans first i don't know it's it's very tiring it's like law at, at this at this point i've been one to break laws many times but i'm not fucking willing to do it just because i don't want to wear a mask mm-hmm. like i'm not willing to that's so fucking selfish at this point because what is the issue there's no yeah. fucking issue yeah just wear a mask mm-hmm. anyway. and so what are you how are you staying sane what are you excited about what are you doing on the weekends what are you looking forward to what are you doing with Bodie? um oh fuck just trying to think about what we did over the weekend with Bodie. Not a great deal. We can't go driving. Mm-hmm. It's not allowed. Um, we had a fire. That was mm-hmm. lovely. But is there a certain yeah, amount of like so the having a a uh, real like a realistic outlook on things are going to be tough, but then having an overarching optimistic view on how it will all go. Like, I feel like maybe that's where I sort of oscillate mm. between. It's like, oh, yeah, I think we're fucked. There's going to be a lot of issues. But I actually think in the long term, like we've got to make it work and it's all going to be fine. Mm. I wonder, like, frame of mind, where do you see yourself at the moment with this sort of second wave coming in in uh, Victoria? Oh, I think it's, um, I mean, there's, as I was saying, there's more clarity about the uncertain future, which is a weird paradox but you know the government support is there um but it's it's definitely now it's i think if you haven't swallowed the reality that the future will, as in what a new existence in a world where we're thinking about catching things mm-hmm. like you know all you have to do is put on a mask and feel when you're seeing other people and you and you're just thinking about um germs being transmitted via your mouth and then you're just like that new world what that looks like a sort of a a constant thought about what if what if i think we're still in that very early stages of that so i think about what does it look like for Bodhi going to school what does it look like i mean i'm i'm very optimistic that we will make it through whatever this is Mm. like fingers you know touching wood none of us get sick but I also feel like we we will make it through regardless with what happens to the economy and all the you know our business mm. and all these things. And so I am very optimistic in that. It's um, I think there's definitely. So is it a gratitude thing? Like, do you find that it, are you um, like uh, I had some good success like a few weeks ago. Like I don't do it nearly enough, but actually being like, um, let's think about 
like uh, when I can get into that sort of negative spiral on things mm-hmm. or just look at everything. Like I even find with all the um, the podcast ranker stuff and then seeing fucking publishers <laughs> bullshitting and all, I'm just like, fuck these people. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I, I go from that and I'm like, okay, what am I, what am I doing right now? What am I, where am I putting my energy? This energy mm. could be good. Like it can be good in this small period of time if I can then transition out of it to continue on our path doing our thing. But I, I feel like so much of this is mindset. Have you thought about mm. what it could look like so that you're not in that COVID? Because I, I feel like I've noticed it just even the last few days, just us talking about these changes or, you know, like what's happening in Victoria, it's very easy to s- suddenly get back into that news cycle, s- speculating on what's going to happen. Mm. What's happening is new thoughts for a lot of us. So the thought about masks and a new thought could be, what is that going to do? The little change of everybody wearing masks. And so then the the spiral I could have, I reckon I would have gone down early days is like, fuck, like really dark on what it all means and how it would change people's... What do you think uh, it all means? What In terms of... so. What wearing masks or what the implementation implementation of people wearing masks as a you know for as as a legal requirement and visually the optics as you would say mm-hmm. what that does to your mind it 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 shifts things it shifts how you you're um, feeling when you're out like just looking around and and like what's going on like it just it takes you on a new thought pattern you haven't had to think about that and so there's there's new thinking for a lot of people about what does this all mean? Like looking at looking around at people and sort of interpreting situations. So what do you think it all means? In terms of, so what I think it all means, I, I haven't come to a conclusion. My my mind has just been in thinking about, it's like your mind going to new areas of thought. It can be confusing. Mm. It can be... Um, worrying or it can just be what it is and you're letting it go and so I'm more on the for this one I'm more at like oh wow and then just le- trying to let it go I mean this isn't is, it what- part of it like the more you know the more you realize how little you know and so it's like a little bit of that as well yeah yeah I mean the more you're the more you know the more the the, the more you realize how little you know I'm just I mean, it's at, at at that point, it's like, how quickly can you let go of something? Let go of a, a thought process that y- you know is not uh, productive. It's like you're saying, mm. you're getting into that mindset and you know that it could be very counterproductive to your day. And so, I, I don't know, I, I haven't stopped meditating. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely like see it as a fucking important part of my day, Um is there a reshuffling if, if, of stories? Like I could imagine like someone who, like for me, I feel like I love change so it's worked out okay. But if I was in the stage of, oh, I'm Josh the traveling guy and I'm, I'm like traveling around and I couldn't do that, I could imagine that being tough. Are there stories that you feel like you need to rework based on what we can actually do in 2020? Yeah, I think... Definitely, Jess and I was talking this week about 
having an office and you know the classic rock being at the office feels like regardless of it, if it is productive or not that you are doing work that's moving you forward it might not be but definitely showing up and clocking in it's a very old school approach bums mm-hmm. on seats mean equals work which we definitely know it doesn't um that kind of stuff i i definitely have felt more um embodied and understood more recently as much as we've talked about that before um you know the old in industrial era of mm-hmm. checking you know clocking in clocking out you know if you're at the premises it means that shit's getting done but and so yeah there's that thinking there's future of work f- for a business like ours and 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 the thinking is more along the lines productively of what is that business that we can create based on shit like this happening because this as much as someone would have thought five years ago that this could happen most people weren't really thinking that this was going well there's a lot of things that could happen we could all be nuked and so like the thing is like we don't know you hear a lot of things that could happen but yeah being able to actually enter into that space i feel like would be exhausting do you think that your worry does your worry lie at an individual level? Do you think it rely, like lies at a family level, at a Bodhi level, at a company level? My worry? Um, I don't know if I feel worried. Like I don't... I remember the classic like... I had a friend whose mum was always... Seemed like a worry wart. Mm-hmm. Just worrying, just fucking freaking... Just anxious about everything. Um, I go through periods of times of feeling more anxious and not, um, but then I don't know. I think I don't, I mean, you experience a bunch of emotions across a day, but I don't feel like I'm worrying. It's more just uncertainty it would be uncertain, uns, more uncertain about the future for anybody. For mm-hmm. us, for anybody. Is for it a stress thing though? Like, like what is, like, hang on, I'm going to look it up, the definition of stress. Do you feel stressed? Nah, not really. At times. Uh-huh. Depends on when it is. If it's, uh, but no. Like, about moving back to the, our home setup, not stressed at all. Like, it's not. Because I, uh, I can, so what would be the antidote to stress? Feeling like you ha- you understand what's about to happen mm-hmm. or that you've been through it before or that you know that you're equipped with skills Or do you think, it, or, or is it is part of it just a detachment? Like, so for instance, the mask thing, people not wearing masks or not wanting to, um, they don't want to wear masks, that's them being attached to a previous idea that's no longer our reality, and it's an yeah, it will, it's, and it's an attachment to the idea of what freedom means, what it means to be an individual, what it means to have rights, and so yeah. is part of it being like I feel a bit fucking detached. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, whatever. If that's mm. the if that's the thing, I like it's a it feels like a give and take. There's some wins being able to yeah. get things like JobKeeper and you know like. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe it's different because you've got more things that, like, so with uh, Bodhi thinking about, okay, well, he doesn't necessarily like, you know, trying to help his experience. Mm. 
he's pretty he's pretty cool. I was worried about him, just how he would interpret me wearing a mask. And I had a mask on and jumped into the car yesterday, mm-hmm. and, he, and he was loving it. I said, "Do you know what this is?" He said, "That's a that's a mask." Uh, and so he totally gets it. It's a think about that for a child growing up. It's it's going to be th- that will be quite n- normal to him in mm-hmm. the next three weeks, four weeks when we're all having to wear masks. Kids don't. You, you can kids. And so, do you think that the reason why he does well is because he's not he's not a att- he doesn't have attachment to these things? Well, it's, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, the kids to like identity to. Yeah, I just wonder how the fuck we can my um my biggest thing has been trying to work out how we can build a framework like the way that we think so that we can actually do really well and we can be real about things and we can understand how mm. lucky we are. We can understand that things are hard, but then we can sort of live a life where we're not like sweating the small stuff. I feel like a lot of these things, if we actually look at them, we have food, we have like all of these things, mm. um, you know. Mm. I think it's, there is a purpose that comes from, uh, there is service from people in this world that have pushed back on things like this in the past. I'm not saying this specifically, but there is critical thinking towards something, um, people sticking up for, it's our right not to be told what to do. They don't want to live in that kind of a society. I don't know where it fits for now. And I'm sure at the time when people were, you know, saying we're not going to be a part of this, it it is in the future served the but society. I think that the hard... But the, the thing is that um, it's it feels like a, a selfish act. Like the problem mm. with... This thinking, the problem of not even shutting things down, like saying, I want to be out and about, like that that decision, the decision to not be responsible, the decision to go out and just live your day normally is going to have impact in the future because people fucking die and think and, and hospitals get overwhelmed and it means that we can't it'll be it'll take longer before we get back to any form of normality. Yeah, I mean, people are... So, is that just short term? Are people just considering, like, this feels uncomfortable in the short term? So, but but then it feels like it's hurting us longer term. Yeah. I I don't have the answer. But, I mean, what you can see about this... So, what what do people say? It's like, Sweden have done, um, you know, herd immunity or look at Florida, not... I mean, they're one of the worst cases of COVID in the world, top five, if Florida was clustered as its own country. They've still got stuff open, yet they have such high cases. And I, and I don't think it's until we look back, until we have enough data in the future, 10 years from now, about what it all meant. I mean, this is where uh, we're looking at if 1% of the US population died... That's a fuckload of people and it's still a, a lot of deaths. But mm. then it's this weird view on, you know, you, you're referencing flu cases and how many people die per year versus COVID cases and how many people are actually passing away. People are still dying. It's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's, um, 
But what, it seems like having use? that the I don't know bit is I feel like the the stress the stressor. If you can be like um not even like I don't know, but it's it, it's almost like making a decision to go with um the you know, like the, the mask thing. Like I, f- I feel like ha- having that thought. I think the people that are saying I do know and then saying I'm not wearing masks is probably more stressful than the person that just says, I don't know, I'll do what you say. If, yeah, well, if I think that's a thing. I think help. like going and being detached and saying I'm just going to do it versus I don't know how much the conspiracy stuff actually oh, serves. Like I wonder how much, like fuck off Facebook. <laughs> I can't be fucked. I mean, I like I like looking at it. I like, but do you like it? It sounds like like I maybe it's the same that thing with me with industry stuff. That doesn't stuff do anything to me. Like, I've got but no I reckon interest it, do, in it definitely does something to you. Like you completely, you, it enters you whether you like it or not. Oh, I think like bringing me, it bringing it up in conversation says that it's. I feel like it's entered probably more. Like imagine imagine if face masks weren't a thing and we put them on and we fucking did our day, we might actually get shit done. If we're spending every yeah, but that's second not what, that's not But the if we're spending we're every we're, second going, "Fuck, I'm wearing a mask. Oh my god, I can't breathe." I think yeah, but I think that I think what you're talking about is everyone will experience the adjustment to it. Uh, for me reading someone who I thought was quite smart do something it's like obviously puts me on a different side to them in terms of how i'm approaching my existence and they're approaching theirs well don't you think it sort of trivializes or or creates doubt or brings up points so rather than just putting of course this does not for me though of course this if anything it makes me realize that i'm pro wearing masks and why the fuck didn't they do it yeah three months ago it's interesting because my perspective on it is it's like I'm surprised it's even a conversation. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that just because you're surprised that it's not a conversation. There's, I mean, what we have to do is see w- that there's so many varied thinking in this world mm-hmm. and there's plenty of people that don't believe that COVID's really that bad. It's just like the flu, guys. That's literally what they're saying. And so that's not how we think. So you would... As much as you say that, there is also a heap of views that you're on the so other side. So there's a bunch of people. There's a people. bunch of people who uh, don't wear seatbelts or don't think that it's worth wearing seatbelts. Right? Is but, there? Who the fuck are they? Yeah. I hope I don't know any of no, them. No, there's this heap. Because like, I've you, I've been in a car accident and I reckon it's the seatbelt. Well, that so the thing saved is, me life. so there is heaps, and there was heaps of pushback around the um, seatbelts and you know people fucking Early wearing days. them. Uh, but even even now the states like it's a it's a massive issue. Really? Yes. Um, and so the thing is, the using the seatbelt example, we we're not in a car. Like we we put our seatbelt on, we just we just go on with our day. We don't like it's 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 not not a thing. We're not saying mm-hmm. hey like ah uh, you don't put your seatbelt on and then say have a conversation with the uh, so on Facebook that they're like um, saying this about seatbelts or maybe they're actually not effective. Maybe not Not only are they not effective, but potentially um, they could actually do more damage if you're in an accident, right? So just having that conversation, having that thought, I think I all think of a sudden the creates is, doubt. There's no, there's no smart person saying that. Who the fuck... When you've got someone like Elon Musk, who people look to as the genius of this world, who is 
talking about we should be opening up uh, COVID nineteen more of a beat up than what's being said. Mm-hmm. All I'm all I'm saying is. I, there's no smart person saying don't wear a seatbelt. There's smart people saying COVID-19 is not as crazy as everyone's talking it to be. That's that's the confusion at this point uh-huh. for okay. something like this. Changing topics. You're a big fan of Kanye West. What oh, are you thinking dude. about Kanye at the moment? You've, you've, you've said that <laughs> he's, he's your guy. You, you're a big there's, fan. There's a difference between Kanye West and Kanye West's music. Kanye West is a human, and Kanye West is. A I'm pretty musician. sure on the like on the show you've spoken about. You think that? Remember, we said if you had one yeah. night left in you your know, life, I Kanye. if it was you spent Kanye. time with Taylor Taylor Swift or Kanye West, you would spend. It I reckon with Kanye. I'd still spend it with Kanye. Definitely. What do Definitely you like about Kanye? About his music. <laughs> so you don't. I like. like he. As much, so watching him, so what you're referring to is him giving a talk uh, for the what is it like some sort of political rally where he's having an opportunity to speak. I don't know. I've just who, seen some crazy tweet. I've just seen screen grabs of him just being like um, going off his nuts. Yeah. So that's at. So he was the big news was he was running for president which he doesn't fit into this year's election or something. And so it was about him giving a talk in Wyoming where, man, I cringed. I watched it and I just had to jump through it. And I was like, oh, no. The guy's having a fucking breakdown. He's a he's bipolar. Mm-hmm. He's He's been diagnosed with bipolar before and he's obviously having some kind of an episode. And I don't know who the fuck lets him do that. But maybe Kanye's just saying, I'm... I'm doing what I want to do. But he's talking about Kim, his wife, and he's talking about the the family and abortion and, oh, dude. And then what you're talking about is screenshots of tweets and text messages where he's obviously reaching reaching out for help or like saying, like it's, someone needs to intervene here. It's Mm. so crazy. It's so sad. And and I guess the media, it's interesting to see like, media is being quite sensitive. Like they're saying, obviously, he needs help here. Yeah. And so I've seen a few people like um, 50 Cent tweet and then, you know, sort of making fun of it and then someone writing in 50 Cent's comments. It's like, is there not enough here that you're realizing that he's trying to reach out for help or something, like rather than making a joke about this? Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Do you like his music? Mate, I love his music. Chick Fil A. Just listening to somebody's Chick Fil A. I think he's a you know music musical genius. I just don't know if it's translating to, you know, giving talks on political, mm-hmm. you know, political stuff. I think we need to um, pot- potentially bring in the rule around COVID, not even for the show, but just for our for our lives. We need to. Oh, we've, yeah. we've made the decision that we're going to be um, working from home. Last time we had the the luxury of um, being able to focus on the show and original stuff and not focusing on client leads, whereas now we're sort of like we want to make sure that after all of the um, stimulus uh, packages that have happening in Australia with JobKeeper and shit that we've got a business and it's going well. Yeah, but, um, we get to the other side of that. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But yeah. um, 
and the new podcast, Too mm-hmm. Much Tully. Go yeah, on too much tully dot com. Subscribe. Um, mm-hmm. Do all that, please. And uh, yeah, tomorrow I'll be moving home, so I'm going to take all my stuff back to the house tomorrow. Set it up while Bodie's out before mm-hmm. he trashes it at night, and uh, I'll g- we can get a little show in before he gets home. Yeah, we need to sort. The, the light is too. Uh, so I've set up a pole which is great that we got, which goes up uh, roof to, uh, what do you say, uh, floor to ceiling. Floor it's perfect. Ceiling, yeah, yeah. And so then we can mount the camera, but we haven't got it for the light. So my light isn't ideal at the moment. I'm not happy with it. I think I look shit. Uh, but we, what, you we look just, it right. No, we just, the light's coming from the angle. It just needs to come over me a little bit more, but we'll fix that. Um, we'll get it there. Anyway, uh, it's the Daily Talk Show. Go check out Too Much Tully. Give it a review. Subscribe. And uh, tomorrow... It's a hump day replay and oh, yes. uh, there is a twist in regards to the bullshit that was the letterbox drop. So you'll want to check that out. That'll be out in the morning. Otherwise, see you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. See you guys.